1: Well, hi, this is Ken Auerbach from Cartier, Bernstein, Auerbach & Steinberg. If you or someone you care for has been injured from no fault of their own, please contact Cartier, Bernstein, Auerbach & Steinberg at myinjuryli.com or call 631-654-4900. Whether auto or work-related, slip and fall, trip and fall, construction accidents, dog bite, medical malpractice, or nursing home neglect, or various other types of negligence, please contact me at Cartier, Bernstein, Auerbach & Steinberg by visiting me at at MyInjuryLi.com or call 631-654-4900. I will represent you with integrity and passion. Living in pain from no fault of your own can be emotionally and physically detrimental and affect all aspects of your life. Please contact me, Ken Auerbach, at Cartier, Bernstein, Auerbach, and Steinberg by visiting MyInjuryLi.com or call 631-654-4900 for an immediate and free consultation and the support and representation you deserve. Well, welcome, everybody, to our program. This is personal injury attorney Ken Auerbach. So glad to be here with you. As you know, I'm from the law firm of Cartier, Bernstein, Auerbach, and Steinberg. Welcome back to our program from No Fault to Your Own. It's, it is our goal to give you an insider's view of bringing and proceeding with various types of personal injury actions caused by the negligence of some other party. And among these areas that we have explored, we will continue to explore are car accidents, trip and slip and falls, construction accidents, medical malpractice, dog bites, nursing home neglect, product liability, and many, many other circumstances of negligence and the serious injuries that often occur, and through our journey together, hopefully we have removed some of the mystery, and we will continue to do so, and uncertainty and help you feel both empowered, knowledgeable, and confident in the process. With me today, as always, is my amazing associate and co-host, Amanda Spinner. Welcome, Amanda. Thank you. How was your weekend?
0: It was lovely. How was yours? Well,
1: I think it was pretty good. Yeah? It was pretty fine. Yeah. Yesterday was a nice, relaxing day. Good. And um, the weather, obviously, is a little crazy right now.
0: It's getting a little crisper.
1: Right. And as we get crisper, we have to start watching out, right, folks, for ice and snow and inclements that are not there during the summer months. Yes. So we hope that you are doing that and you've been taking into account some of the things that we've been offering to try to be careful and make sure that you are safe. Today on the show, we're going to have back on the show, the president of Long Island Abate, that's American Bike, is Aimed Towards Education, Chris Beckhands. Uh, He's a great guest. He's been on the show a couple of times before, and he really has a great insight on motorcycles and safety measures that are needed and things that we can do to make the roads safer for everybody, uh, vehicle operators and also motorcyclists. And so we look forward to having him on today. We are live today. Amanda, we're live. We are live. So if you have a question, you can call the studio at 631-451-1039, and we would be privileged to answer your questions about personal injury. And uh, we are also giving out our free t-shirts. We have no fault of your own t-shirts. They are wonderfully designed, and love to give you a t-shirt. Uh, you give us your size, and we will send it. The only thing you have to do is call in with a question regarding personal injury, and we'll be Glad to send that to you in the near future.
0: Yes, and we would love to hear from you.
1: So, um, Mr. Beckins, as I said, Chris Beckins, will be on the show today. And we thought that we talk a little bit about motorcycle safety again. Uh, we've talked about it uh, in general and some specifics, but it is a very, very important topic. I actually was just sitting with a client who was on a ATV. So, it's a three-wheel type of motorcycle. Right. And uh, she was in a really severe accident uh, just about four or five months ago. And really, it was one of those situations that we just hear all the time. She was coming down the road. She actually had her headlight on to make sure it was on high. And uh, a woman was turning into her driveway. And the woman just literally just turned right into the, the, the ATV. Uh, It was a registered ATV. It wasn't something that was an off-road thing. And she said to my client, this woman said, I I, I didn't see you.
0: Right. And another note about that, that she was turning in her driveway, accidents often happen closest to home when we're paying less attention and we're just ready to get home. So everyone... Be aware. Be vigilant. Um, you know, it's really
1: important. And I've seen them actually happen just like this, literally right in front of the person's home because yeah. what you're doing is you're sort of focused on and looking at the house. Right. You're going You're going home. Right. You're not looking at the roadway in front of you, and it just takes an instant. just takes a second. So please, please be vigilant. Uh, be looking around, making sure that we can make the roads as safely as possible. We would like to reduce the number of accidents if we could, and I don't want anybody to get hurt. But of course, if you do and you have uh, an injury, please give us a call. We'd love to help you. It would be our privilege to try to get you justice. Try to get you compensated for those serious injuries. And uh, so, let's talk about a little bit about motorcycle safety and how automobile drivers and motorcyclists can best share the roads with each other. Amanda and I know. Uh, We've had some statistics we've gone on on over at some point, but why don't you give our listeners again a little bit of an update on some of those statistics?
0: Definitely. So according to the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, more than 4,956 motorcyclists were killed in 2015. So while some of these accidents were single vehicle accidents, actually many involved automobiles. Um, so as drivers of cars, trucks, vans, and SUVs, we have the responsibility not only to share the road, but also to take proactive measure to increase the safety of motorcycle riders who we encounter on our way.
1: Now, one of the things that, that has been found is there's been a notable increase in the number of motorcycles actually on the roads in right. recent years, partly caused by increasing gas prices.
0: Right. I mean, it's very
1: interesting. And and so now, of course, gas prices have gone through the roof. Right. And so I really think everyone's got to be thinking about that. And even in this weather, you know, now usually a lot of times uh, people that have vehicles, automobiles and motorcycles, they tend to use the motorcycles when it's warmer. Right. But in a situation where gas prices are kind of crazy, uh, there are more people using them And we really got to be paying attention and recognizing the fact that there most likely will be more motorcycles on the road. And we have to be careful. We have to be vigilant. Now, many drivers actually have even traded in their cars, I believe, for super efficient motorcycles to decrease their fuel consumption.
0: Right. And I mean, a lot of people are also switching to the electric vehicles and things like that. So we're seeing a massive um, switch. But we're seeing a lot more motorcycles. I personally have seen a lot more motorcycles on the road um, than in past years. So,
1: And this movement really has led to a huge number of inexperienced motorcycle riders, many of whom become involved in accidents with cars. So people who maybe can't afford to have a vehicle that has the cost of maybe expensive gas or right. a lot of gas or super gas are now buying motorcycles, and it may be their only means of transportation, but they may not be as experienced. And again, it's another reason to be extra vigilant, because sometimes you really do have to be the eyes uh, and the ears, actually, of some other person. And that's something that you really have to be thinking about. Yeah, even if it isn't your fault, you still have to just deal with the situation and know that this is a problem and you don't want to be in that spot where someone is hurt. Right Now, drivers really have to be aware that motorcycles can be encountered on all types of roadway. Um, Many accidents involving both motorcycles and automobiles are the fault of the automobile driver, and we've talked about that. And in addition to being constantly aware that a motorcyclist may be in close proximity to your vehicle, and that's something you have to think about, there are We would say 10 things that you can do to keep motorcyclists and yourself safe, and we will talk about those in a minute. If you are just joining us, though, this is Ken Auerbach and my co-host, Amanda Spinner. We are personal injury attorneys from Cartier, Bernstein, Auerbach, and Steinberg. We're exploring the most important issues in personal injuries caused by accidents. We are live. You can call us at 631 4511039. If you do call in, we will give you a free t-shirt from No Fault of Your Own t-shirt. It's your very own. You'll be the first and hopefully not the last in the block with them because we just came out with them. And if you, someone you care about has been injured as a direct result of someone else's negligence, please contact us at MyInjuryLI.com or call 631-654-4900. That's myinjuryli.com or call 631-654-4900. We would be privileged to fight to get you justice, and we will come to you for a consultation. We will have you come to us. Consultation's always free, and uh, if we are retained on a personal injury case, unless we make a recovery, it doesn't cost you anything, and uh, we will lay out uh, all expenses and disbursements and so that you can feel that we're there to fight for you and we're there to take the risk, and we believe in your case. Please listen to our program every Monday from four to five PM as we do explore these issues and we believe these issues are important. They're important really all all year round, right, Amanda?
0: Yes. Um you know, they just become maybe a little more important when the weather is starting to act up and we need to really be aware of the roadways and the people around us.
1: So what we want you to do is we want you to continue to listen to us. Be empowered and knowledgeable. If you or someone that you know has been injured, please have them call us. Have them contact us. We do consider it a privilege to fight for them. And uh, what we do is we go with truth from beginning to end. It's what we tell all of our clients. Uh, you only have to tell the truth one way. And uh, it's our desire to make sure that you are properly and fully compensated. So we will be coming back on the other side. We're going to go over some pointers for you um, on safety, and, and then we're going to get Chris Beckins on the phone, and we're going to talk to him about some of those things. So we will see you on the other side. Well, welcome back to our program. If you're just joining us, this is personal injury attorney Ken Auerbach, with my faithful co-host and associate, Amanda Spinner.
0: Hello.
1: You're on our program, From No Fault of Your Own, and we are live. So if you have a question, please give us a call at 631-451-1039. We'd love to talk to you about any issues involving personal injury that you might have. If you do call in, you're going to get one of our amazing new From No Fault of Your Own t-shirts.
0: Yes. Very exciting. They
1: are going to be hot on the street. It's going to be. People are going to be grabbing. I'm telling you. And if you want to get a hold of us at any time, you can always get us on MyInjuryLi.com. That's MyInjuryLi.com or call 631-654-4900. We would be privileged to fight to get you justice. And we always give free consultations. We'll come to you. You could come to our offices. We have offices that we can meet you any place in Long Island or in the five boroughs. And um, certainly if you're in a medical facility, you need us to come there too. We will come there. Please listen to our program every Monday also from 4 to 5 p.m. as we do explore these issues. So, uh, what we're gonna do is we're gonna talk about some pointers and some things that you really should focus on. And then we're gonna get Chris Beckins on the program from Long Island Abate. Get him, his thoughts on some of these things. I think it would be important. So Amanda, let's, let's go through. I think we have about, uh, uh, 10, separate little areas that we wanted to talk about. So why don't you start us, Amanda, and tell us things that we can do to make the road safer?
0: Sure. So definitely as um, an automobile driver, you always want to check your blind spots. Um, you know, this is possibly the number one reason for accidents involving motorcycles and cars. Um, as you know, motorcycles are smaller than other vehicles and can be even more difficult to spot while merging or changing lanes. Um, interestingly, also, the shape of the motorcycle and the rider is more likely to blend into the images you see in your rear view or side view mirrors than that of a large automobile. That, that's
1: a very interesting point. Yes. That's a really interesting point. So what happens sometimes is… You can actually not pick the motorcycle rider up. So the motorcycle rider is riding and maybe it blends into the trees or something else.
0: Right. It's not a big enough object where you're able to really make that out. Um, so, you know, take your time before merging and devote several seconds to searching each of your car's blind spots before proceeding with your intended maneuver.
1: You know, I think it'd be great now if uh, I think Chris Beckins is on the phone. Why don't we get him on? Yeah, definitely. And start going over a few of these things so and get his thoughts on them and maybe how we can approach them and how we can make the road safer. Yes. So if we can get Chris on the phone, Chris, are you there?
2: Yes, I'm there.
1: Well, we're so glad to have you. Welcome back.
2: Thank you. Thanks,
1: Amanda. Thanks, Kevin. How's it doing? Thanks for always taking the time, Chris. We really um are talking about earlier on the show that there's a lot more people now driving motorcycles because with fuel costs going up. Um and so we really gotta make these roads safer. We have to make people pay attention more. We were talking about the issue, uh, Chris, and we've talked about on the show where I had a client again where someone made a left turn in front of her and she was really badly hurt and the woman was honest the woman said "Uh, look I I didn't even see you and the woman was literally pulling into her own driveway uh, the woman that made the left turn so Chris we're just talking about uh, checking blind spots and this issue that maybe one doesn't pick up a motorcycle in your rear view or your side view mirrors like you would pick another object up a larger object thoughts on that?
2: Absolutely true. Um, a motorcycle is definitely like less than a third of the vehicle size, and it's not really something you notice a lot. It only has the one headlight. Some have more than you know, more than one. And during the daytime, a lot of people don't realize it. Now that it's getting colder, a lot more people are less likely to look or realize that motorcycles are out there.
1: <clears throat> so that's you know, that's a really good point, Chris. Right. So I know in general. Uh, a lot of people who ride motorcycles uh, reduce down the amount of time that they're riding because of the weather. It's colder out. But it doesn't mean that there are not motorcycles out there on the road in our area, correct?
2: Correct. And with the change in temperature, the reduction in motorcyclists is also the reduction for um, acknowledgement or, or noticing that the motorcycles are out there because they figure it is colder, so there's going to be less motorcycles. They don't even realize, you know, that there's still motorcyclists out there.
1: Right. That's, you know, that's a really, really good point. So, you know, one has to be vigilant all the time, but you, you really, you know, you got to be careful. You can't let your guard down because, you know, your expectations of of a situation sometimes sort of numb you to really being cautious. And
0: And I think, you know, we were just kind of talking about that accidents happen closest to home. You know, you're just looking to get home at that point. You're not really focusing. Um, so, you know, that's another reason why a lot of the accidents do happen closer to home.
1: So one of the things, and Chris, you know, we were talking about this thought that it's really important to take your time before merging and devote several seconds to searching each of your cars blind spots before proceeding with your intended maneuver. And uh, I know now uh, in the vehicles and some of the newer vehicles, Chris, they, they have that warning device that sort of the light comes on. But um, I don't really think, Chris, that we should just kind of rely on on that light. Uh, I think, in my view, is yes, it's it's helpful, and there may be things that you'll pick up now that you wouldn't otherwise pick up. But but I think the best thing to do is always to make sure is you can use that. But but look, take your time, take that extra couple of seconds because the reality is is that that's all it takes for a tragic accident, right?
2: Absolutely. Absolutely. And and we're in such a busy world right now. And there's so much going on. People aren't paying attention to what they're supposed to. So with all this extra going on to take a few seconds or half a second out, they, they don't they just don't do it. They don't realize.
0: Yeah. And I think with all this new technology, people are almost becoming like lazy um and not looking because they're like, well, this technology will save me. Um But we really there's a reason that we learn how to drive how we drive. Um, You know, we didn't grow up driving with all these newfangled devices and technology, um, and we still need to use our, you know, human brain and make sure that we're checking.
2: Absolutely.
1: And I think, you know, when we use modern technology, but we use it in conjunction with this, our own senses. Exactly. You know, our ears, our eyes, Um, I think it's important because I don't know about you, but Sometimes, you know, you're driving and maybe you're just, you're not paying a lot of attention and a light could come on, but you're not immediately picking it up. Right. Whereas if that light comes on and that's my warning, hey, there's someone in my blind spot and that's all I'm ever relying upon, there's a chance that I'm just going to ignore it just for that moment. Right. Whereas if I use the light, but I always, always remember, hey, look over your shoulder, right? take a look over your shoulder, you know?
2: People get complacent, like you said. We rely on technology for almost everything. You know, um, you just you, you you expect it to work all the time, and it, it's not always true. It's a great secondary, it's a great help, but it's not something you rely on.
1: You know, Chris, and I know one of the things that you do do, and I really appreciate it, is you, you make the public aware, even through uh, the Facebook uh, site, and and you tell people, hey. It was a serious accident and you explain where it is here on Long Island. I know there was just one, again, I think it might have been Friday or something, serious accident. I think it was up in Lindenhurst with someone, again, left-hand turn.
2: Yep.
1: And, you know, um, the reality is, is that the motorcyclist does not have that steel between them or whatever those parts of the car are made out of between them and the other person. And the injuries are always oftentimes so catastrophic. And uh, we really don't want to see that, Chris. We really want people to be safe. Uh, we want them to be protected. Uh, we do do a lot of these cases, Chris, as you know. Um, but I don't want anybody to get hurt. Um, if they do get hurt, when they come to us, we fight for them. We fight to try to get them justice. But if we can, on this program, also accomplish our goal of keeping people safer, and making people share the role freely, I think we've accomplished a lot. If you are just joining us, folks, this is personal injury attorney Ken Auerbach. I'm here with my co-host, my amazing associate, Amanda Spinner. We're on our program from No Fault of Your Own. We are live. If you want to call in live, you can call in at 631-451-1039. We answer any questions you might have on personal injury. And if you or someone you know has been involved in an accident, as a result of someone's negligence, please contact us at myinjuryli.com or call 631-654-4900. That's myinjuryli.com or call 631-654-4900. We would be privileged to fight to get you justice. And um, really, it's uh, it's so good to have you on the show with us, folks. Uh, we really, we see you on the street. You give us a call when we get you on the phone and you tell us that it's been helpful that the program's given you information. You can always go on our uh, program, right, Amanda? We have our old shows on there. If there's any questions about any type of injuries. Yes,
0: under radio shows on our website, you can see all of our past programs, listen to all of our
1: past programs. We will see you on the other side. We're going to bring back Chris Beckins. Chris, we're really so appreciative of having you on the show. Thank you for having me. Hi, this is Ken Auerbach from Cartier, Bernstein, Auerbach & Steinberg. If you or someone you care for has been injured from no fault of their own, please contact Cartier, Bernstein, Auerbach & Steinberg at MyInjuryLi.com or call 631-654-4900. Whether auto or work-related, slip and fall, trip and fall, construction accidents, dog bite, medical malpractice, or nursing home neglect, or various other types of negligence, please contact me at Cartier, Bernstein, Auerbach & Steinberg by visiting me at at MyInjuryLi.com or call 631 4900 I will represent you with integrity and passion. Living in pain from no fault of your own can be emotionally and physically detrimental and affect all aspects of your life. Please contact me, Ken Auerbach, at Cartier, Bernstein, Auerbach, and Steinberg by visiting MyInjuryLi.com or call 631-654-4900 for an immediate and free consultation and the support and representation you deserve. Well, welcome back, everybody. This is personal injury attorney Ken Aroback. Have my co-host Amanda Spinner on here, and we are talking about some of the most important issues in personal injury. And, uh, really so glad that you're here. We were talking about safety, uh, with motorcycles and also, of course, with vehicles, uh, with motorcycles and what we could all do to try to share the roads more safely. We have Chris Beckins on here uh, and Chris is from Abate and Abate is a wonderful organization that really does lobby and fight to try to get protections for motorcycle riders and make sure that we keep the roads safe. Uh, we do have a call. We have a live call here and we'd like to take that call uh, and I believe it's Jewel if I'm correct. Uh, is Jewel there?
0: Yes,
1: I'm here. Hi, Jewel. Welcome to our program from No Fault Over Our Own or Your Own. <laughs> Welcome, do you have a question for us? Um, yes, I do. Um, I was wondering what does a person do for a head injury? All right, so you know, that's a really, really good question and we've had neurologists on the show. Uh, what a person should do is first and foremost make sure that they see a reputable doctor and they should go oftentimes and see a neurologist if they do have a head injury. Uh, Dr. Mendelssohn has been on the program. He's talked about it. Uh, and really, oftentimes, these head injuries are misdiagnosed or not diagnosed. Um, so first and foremost, make sure you get to a good medical professional, somebody who does focus on that. There are some neurologists that are very good, but they really don't focus on head injuries. So what I would say to you is a, a going to a good neurologist, they will be able to assess it. They'll be able to do certain kinds of testing. Uh, vestibular testing sometimes. Uh, there's also other types of testing to see if, in fact, that you have a significant injury and something that's going to need treatment. There are certain treatments to do. Some people who have head injuries suffer. They have dizziness and balance. They can do uh, different things, including balance therapy or vestibular therapy. Um, sometimes people with severe dizziness, uh, they'll give them meclizine or some type of a medication to try to help that to calm that. Uh also oftentimes people too that do have head injuries are also suffering with cognitive issues. And uh that means issues of thinking and clarity of thinking. Uh and there's types of doctors known as neuropsychologists and they can treat you and it's really important to get to the right type of treating doctors, uh doctors who understand this uh this area of practice and um you know, if it's something that you are dealing with, um, we really understand that it's something that is so oftentimes misdiagnosed or undiagnosed. Uh, it's very frustrating when people don't have the proper care. So that's the best thing that I could tell you. If it is as a result, a course, of a, a personal injury situation involving someone's negligence, We'd be uh, love to talk to you uh, and try to help you manage the situation, try to get you justice if someone was negligent and caused that, and uh, fight for you to get you justice. So, does that answer your question? Very much so, and more than I expected, and just very grateful because I learned something just listening to you. And yeah, I am going to try to get a good neurologist. From what you said, there is a difference between good and bad doctors, so I am i going to listen to what you said, and I appreciate you have a lot of information to share. I think the law
0: firm is uh, phenomenal that you had all this information to give somebody that is hurting, you know, from an, from an accident.
1: Well, we, re- we, really, we, we really appreciate that, and really that's our first and foremost goal here is really to, to educate people because a lot of times people are injured, and they just don't know where to turn, and they don't know what their rights are, and they don't know how to get better. And, you know, when you have a head injury, obviously, there's injury, issues with your head. So, you, you might not be thinking clearly. You may not be able to assess those things. So, that's why we're here. Um, and for you calling in, you are going to get, uh, actually, the first your person. you the
0: first person to first get person, a shirt. You're
1: going to get one of the beautiful, from No Fault of Your Own, t-shirts. And um, we will uh, take your information off the air. And uh, we will mail it to you. And, um, again, if you have any issues and you need to get a hold of us, please, you you have our contact information. Love to help you, Jewel. Uh, thank you for coming on.
0: Thank you. Thank you very much. Happy holidays. Happy
1: holidays. Happy holidays. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas so we are going to get back on. man, that was a great question.
0: That was a lovely question, a lovely woman. Um, I'm so happy to hear people calling in.
1: Yeah, it's great. We, we like it. You know, it's really funny, folks, you out there. You're actually listening to us uh, in great numbers because we oftentimes get calls during the week, sometimes right after the show, and people say, well, I heard you on there. And um, sometimes I think people are just a little bit shy about coming on and asking that question. Um, but uh, don't be shy. Don't
0: be shy. Call us up.
1: Yeah, we don't bite.
0: We we don't bite. We love to hear from you guys. We love to know people are listening. Um that's really what we're doing this for.
1: So, so it's great. It's great. And we have we have plenty of T shirts now. <laughs> we have plenty of T shirts and Look, even if you decide that you want to get your T-shirt, you can go ahead and give someone an IOU and tell them, "I got a T-shirt coming to you," (laughs) and you can call in and they can get them from they're from no fault of your own T-shirt, right, Amanda? Yes. All right, so let's let's get back to uh, some of those uh, ten points that we were going over before with Chris Beckins. Chris, you there? Yes. So, Chris, um, before we get to that, Amanda had a really good question about uh, electric bikes, I believe.
0: Yeah, so um, I'm kind of just wondering, obviously your organization um, you know, advocate advocates for motorcyclists, um, but what about people riding electric bikes? Is that anything you have an involvement in?
2: Well, if it's got two wheels or three wheels, we're definitely involved because the laws that affect our gasoline-powered engines will eventually affect electric vehicles as
0: well. Very interesting. Okay.
1: So, um, Chris, I know on the other shows you talked about real quickly about a bait, but Um, could you tell us just a couple of things that uh, what Abate is doing out there? And then just tell our listening public here, how could they get involved in your organization? Um, I think it's important. I think what you guys are doing really is making a difference.
2: Well, what Abate is, is a nonprofit motorcycle rights organization. And our main focus is to keep motorcyclists safe and educate the public, whether it be a motorcyclist or a motorist. Um, The more we educate, the safer we'll be. Uh, To get involved is very easy. Um, You can go online at um, longislandofbait.org. We have a website. Although right now it's under construction, it's under repair. But you can reach out to us. We're on Facebook. Um, You can hit us up with Messenger. We can meet with you. Uh, We have over 1,500 members on Long Island and growing because every time we go out, Um, we're always at different events. We're always trying to recruit more people, spread the awareness and get more people involved. And the more we talk to, the more people understand what we do, because as you know, we're very involved in a lot of different things locally, as well as nationally. We lobby against the laws, uh, that are against motorcycles. We support the laws that are for motorcyclists. Uh, we also do a lot of different community things as well, whether it be for the veterans or for children, we get involved in that as well.
1: So... So if a person wants to go ahead and become involved in the organization, I know you just said that the, I guess the website's under construction right now. Is there a phone number that they could call, Chris, until such time, or how would they reach out?
2: Sure, they can reach out at any time. Uh, It's 1-800-Long Island Abate, which translates into, I don't have the numbers in front of me because I'm in my truck, but it's 1-888-LI-ABATE is the phone number. And is that
1: A-B-B-A-T-E? Or a- A-B-A-T-E.
2: B-A-T-E.
1: Got it. Okay, so it's A B A T A. That's Long Island Abate uh, if you really want to get involved. And I really would greatly, greatly encourage everybody out there. It's a great organization. And if you're riding a motorcycle, these people are doing a lot of the things that you may not have time to do. And um, it's just a couple of dollars. I mean, really, for what it costs, it's really pennies. And if more people do it, then they're going to have more, more ability to go ahead and get things passed that need to get passed. So um, let's just get back uh, just to the idea about uh, passing, you know, vehicles passing each other. And um, we really think it's important, Chris, that you really got to be extra cautious um, when passing. It's and, and it's lawful to pass a motorcycle. In the same way, you can pass an automobile, assuming that you are driving on a section roadway that allows passing. However, I think you—you know—we can have gusts of wind that result from uh, your increase in speed as you pass a motorcyclist. That could cause the motorcyclist to become unstable and blow the driver actually off the road. Right, Chris?
2: Yes. If there's not enough distance, the wind effect could definitely affect the handling of the motorcycle, and if the motorcyclist is not ready for it, it, it could definitely alter the, the driving pattern or the riding pattern of the vehicle.
1: So, you know, that's, again, that's not something the average person is thinking about. You're in your car, your windows are closed, you know, you're not really getting affected by the weather. Um, but this person that you're passing really can be greatly affected by it. And and then throw in weather on that, on top of that, Chris, so maybe the the ground's a little wet, uh, and you really have a recipe for disaster. So again, that may not be something you're thinking about, folks, but if you can avoid it, don't pass a motorcycle. Just just don't do it. Okay, so we will see you on the other side, Chris. we got a bunch more stuff to go over. Well, welcome back to our program. This is personal injury attorney Ken Auerbach. I'm with my co-host Amanda Spinner, and we are talking about some of the most important issues in personal injuries caused by accidents. If you were someone you know or you care about, sure you care about a lot of people, has been injured as a direct result of someone else's negligence, please contact us at com or six, call 631-654-4900. We would be privileged to fight to get you justice. And, um, you know, I just want to say, we're just thinking about motorcycles. And um, a lot of my friends just love to ride, okay? And I have uh, ridden a motorcycle, I've done a lot of dirt bikes and stuff, but you know, I have great concern because of people not paying attention on the roadways. And I can tell you, uh, Chris, my my wife, my wife, uh, Lauren Auerbach, is dying. I mean, she just wants to ride a motorcycle. That's all she has ever says to me. It's her dream to ride a motorcycle. And, you know, my only concern, again, is people just not being safe. You know, I'm, I'm not concerned that she can't learn how to ride safely. I'm not concerned that most people on the roadway, don't ride safely. I'm just concerned for people just sort of not paying attention. And just that moment, you know, Chris, where, uh, you know, this person's on the motorcycle, loves to do it, loves to ride, and someone didn't pay attention, and then their life becomes devastated. So um, I, I, I personally can tell you that my, my wife is has begged me many times. I know she's out there and laughing right now.
0: Shout out to Lauren. Shout,
1: shout out to her. Um, <laughs> we were just down in actually Tampa. My friend uh, rides down there and uh, my wife wanted to, you know, ride on there. And I said, okay, as long as you go on a, a really, really safe road. But the bottom line is, is that it should be something that you should be able to do safely. Um, and if people would just pay attention and just be careful, we can really reduce down uh, the number of accidents. so let's try to do that folks. So let's get back Amanda we were talking about uh, the passing of motorcycles and the, and the danger and Chris kind of uh, confirmed the fact that when you're passing someone on a motorcycle, you can have um, the air between your motorcycle and the car. It uh, can cause gusts of wind and it can cause instability and it can cause accidents. So be careful doing that. But um, w- when you're doing it, if you are going to pass a motorcycle… You I know. think
0: it's, you know, really important to use your signals. They're there for a reason… Um, and Absolutely. we are required to use them by law. Unfortunately, driving around, you see a lot of people not using their signals indicating where they're going. And for a motorcyclist, am I right, Chris, it's really important that they know where the automobiles are going.
2: Absolutely.
1: So um, I think, I think the, the important part is use those signals. They're there for a reason. Uh, they weren't just there for show. They're not just there, you know, the pretty lights.
0: Right. And, and use them in advance. Don't just use them as you're turning.
1: Right. I mean, that's a fair point too, is make sure you're several car lengths ahead of that motorcycle, right? Also, before even returning to your lane. So, use them in advance, and then as you're, as you're passing that person, don't just, right, Chris, cut right in front of that motorcycle.
2: No, you need a couple of feet, definitely more than a few feet to, you know, to come back into the lane safely.
1: So several car lengths ahead of that motorcycle give uh, that motorcycle the opportunity to uh, make sure that they're able to go ahead and manage what you're doing. And um, sometimes you could have weather too, folks. You, you turn around, you're passing that motorcycle, and the road is wet. And now you go to go around the motorcycle, and when you go to go around the motorcycle, you cut in. Yeah, okay, you're in front of it, but what you don't realize is that motorcycle now has less stopping distance. Right. And what if now you have to come to a stop? Uh, you've now made a, a situation that should not be dangerous highly dangerous, so please be careful doing that. Yeah. Uh,
0: um also remember that motorcycles react more quickly than cars so you know again make sure that you're maintaining an adequate follow adequate following distance behind motorcycles because as we know rear ending a motorcycle can be fatal to the rider and particularly for us driving we might be driving larger
1: heavy vehicles and so you know really got to take that into account will we also weather warning chris um Bad weather has much more drastic effects on motorcycle riders than it does on automobile drives. Fair?
2: Absolutely, yes, because of different various conditions. Tires do not grip as much in the cold, so again, it decreases your stopping distance, your stoppability, as well as reaction time, because a lot of times you'll go out during the day and we'll say it's 50 degrees out. Now it's 30 degrees, it's 20 degrees colder, and your reaction time is slowed because of the temperature as well.
1: Oh, that's really a good point, and Right. We also with weather conditions. Sometimes you can have, you know, cold and then warm and you could have fog and you could have reduced uh, visibility. Right. Making it even harder now to see a motorcycle that than normally. And and even though you typically don't pick them up easily now, it's even worse. Right.
2: Absolutely. And And, And, you know, Just to touch back on the turn signal thing, it's also very important for motorcyclists to use turn signals as well because they are a lot smaller on the motorcycle and they're also less visible. So if we return the favor and do the right thing, we'll also be that much more visible.
1: Chris, I think that's really good and I think that's important. Um, And I know, Chris, you you feel strongly about this that motorcyclists should also be following the rules of the road. Don't, you know, you're riding a motorcycle, it doesn't mean that you now get to cut ahead of. Uh, a bunch of cars that are backed up because you just don't want to wait and you can kind of fit in between that um, because you're then putting yourself in a position that a car can maybe now try to change lanes or move out or whatever. And because you are not willing to wait on that same line, you've now endangered yourself and, and you've also put somebody else in the situation now where they may seriously injure you or hurt you and nobody wants to have that on their conscience either way, correct?
2: Absolutely.
1: So, um, you know, these weather conditions are something, again, we've talked about that can be tough. Um, but we also know that uh, night riding, right, Chris, can be treacherous for motorcycles. Uh, fair to say that night riding is typically more dangerous than maybe during the day.
2: Yes, yeah, between the visibility, as well as the traction, and then you have, you know, the, the nature elements. You have the animals too, if you're, especially if you're out east. You know, you have them running around as well. So that's an unplanned uh, obstacle that could definitely uh, affect your day greatly.
0: Um, and another one that we have on here, Chris, is to stay in your lane. So obviously, motorcycles are legally entitled to their own lane of traffic and in no situation um, are you allowed to drive your automobile in the same lane and in close proximity to a motorcyclist. Is that correct?
2: Correct, yes. There's no lane sharing in, in New York.
0: Right, and no matter how small motorcycles are or how much extra room there appears to be, obviously sharing a single lane with a motorcycle is a recipe for an accident and, in fact, is illegal.
1: This is true. Chris, let me ask you this question. Just taking a step back on the night riding, uh, one of the things that I think could be a real problem uh, is if a person is driving down the road and they leave their high beams on and you're approaching a motorcycle that could be very dangerous for that motorcycle rider it's i mean it's it's dangerous when you're driving a car but even worse for a motorcycle rider right
2: absolutely yes it does definitely limit your visibility your visibility i should say greatly
1: and then you and then you had the the problem too of course is if someone's wearing a motorcycle and they have a shield on now you you put high beams on that and now that's reflecting in there. Yeah, I mean, it could be blinding and could be absolutely dangerous, right?
2: Yes, absolutely. And it could, like you say, it could be devastating.
1: So really, folks, you may not be thinking about it uh, maybe as much. You have a car coming up to you, although you shouldn't have your highs on, your high beams on. Just be thinking, though, when that motorcyclist is coming up, he's having a hard enough time seeing you. You're having a hard enough time seeing them. Uh, you might have glare. You might have a million things that could be going on there. That's really something take into consideration. Uh, let's let's uh, share the roads equally, fairly, uh, and you know, Chris. I got to give you credit because you always throw in there that the motorcycle rider. And in fact, we have some more stuff on that. We're gonna we're gonna go to on another show. We're gonna bring you back on here. Um, maybe even if you're available next week, we'll bring you back on next week. You will let me know. But. Um, you always tell us that, you know, again, it's not just about people that are driving in vehicles. It's it's about the motorcycle riders, too, and you expect uh, as much out of them as, as out of any other uh, automobile uh, operator, right?
2: Correct. We all have responsibility to be safe out there.
1: So, you know, it's really been great. We get Chris on the show here. We're going to try to uh, see if we can get him next week. You know, it's holiday season, um, but... It's really important, folks. Take this into consideration. If you need us, we're there for you. You have a serious accident someone you know does as a result of someone's negligence. Call us at 631-654-4900 or get on myinjuryally.com. We want you to continue to have a safe, happy, healthy holiday season. Blessed, happy holiday, and a Merry Christmas to you and Happy Hanukkah.
0: Merry Christmas.